everybody and welcome back to Youth Home Brewed. I hope that you've all had a good week and you've stayed warm because it's been super cold. Um, today, uh, I first want to say, uh, everyone say hi to Mo, uh, my co-host. Uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> um, I, I, I came in uh, to, to start recording this uh, episode today and I'm a bit scared. Um, I have an angry female sitting in front of me. Yes, um, you do. And I, and I don't really understand why. Uh, I, I don't know why she's angry, but she's angry for, for something. So I, I don't know about you, Mo, but I know every time I open any form of social media, there's another... Angry woman? Not Yes. Well, not even woman. Men as well. Okay. Because we have allies. But um, that there is another woman who's been found murdered or... Uh, the biggest one was that that pregnant woman that was held was found hanging. She's eight months pregnant, um, and I'm so tired and so angry about what is happening to women in this country. Um, one of my friends put up on Facebook, and it it really it broke my heart that she said, "I always thought I would live a long and and healthy life, and I would have a natural death." But living in South Africa as a woman, I probably won't. And that kind of just like, it hit home for me because every time we go into a shopping center, every time we go for a walk around the block, every time we go for a run, every time we are in classes or at work or every time, even sometimes in our own homes, we are facing this constant patriarchy and advances from males that we don't want and fear of being taken and raped and murdered and it is a fear that sees no race it is a fear that sees no age doesn't matter where you live we are all affected by this and it's it's getting to a point where i'm so tired of having this conversation but i don't know what else to do oh can i give you a, can i give you an answer are you mansplaining no, okay. never. I don't do such things. So um, let, let, let me then refer you to today's readings. Um, in today's readings, uh, the Matthew Gospel specifically, God talks about not being afraid. So don't be afraid because you know what? Jesus has got you. You'll be fine. If anything happens, Jesus has got you, isn't it? Sure. Okay. So you're saying that I should just go running on my own and I should be okay if I get taken. Jesus and has got you. I, I don't think that means what it means. Predominantly because Jesus was talking to probably his disciples, which were predominantly men. And they were about to go on a mission <laughs> that, yes, would probably land up in death. But that was a decision they chose. I didn't choose to be made or to be born a woman, did I? Uh, I, I I guess not. I, I I'm being targeted for my gender. I'm being seen as not being anything more than just something that can be used. So, like as a as a tool. No, oh, not just uh, no, as an object. In terms of 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 men, and I, and I know this is not all men. Before we have some haters on this <laughs> coming back at us. It's not all men. I have a wonderful husband who is an ally who stands behind me, but is also worried if I leave the house. Um, but there are men 
And you can't turn around and say that they're not because there is as much violence against women in this country that don't care. Uh, okay, I hear what you're saying, but, but does the Bible verse not tell you that you shouldn't live a life of fear, that, that you should be brave and, and, and get out there and just run anyway with your cross in hand and you'll be fine, isn't it? No. So you, you could argue that in the end I would go to heaven. But at, at what cost? I mean, these disciples are going out, they were doing God's work. I'm going for a run. There's a very big difference. So should you be afraid to go for a run in the morning? I am afraid to go for a run in the morning and I can't take that fear away. Is that, is, is that really the society that, that we're living in? Yes. Mo, I can't even tell you the amount of girls that I've spoken to that have had some sort of sexual assault. I, too many to count. And I'm not even somebody who works in this industry. These are people that are part of, that need somebody to speak to. So is it all women? All women are targeted? Or all women have experienced some sort of targeting? I have yet to find one that hasn't. Okay, but then help me understand, because if this is happening to all our women, does that not mean it's all our men? I don't want to say it's all our men. I really don't. Um, I think part of the problem is that even men and women sit back and see it happening and do nothing about it. It starts with simple things. It starts with a girl being targeted because she doesn't want to date another boy. It starts with how we say when a boy is teasing a girl, oh, don't worry, he just likes you, and that's, and that's okay. But it's not, because what it's saying is that a girl has to change her, her actions in order to stop the advances. Or that the advances are okay. Just, just live with it. Yeah, that's the way. Take it's it as be. a compliment. I don't know how many times a man has said that to me. Take it as a compliment. No, bud. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to take it as a compliment. It, it, it's, it's the lies we tell men when we are out that we have boyfriends or husbands if we don't, just to get them to back off. Like it's, it's those things that like we're constantly being faced with. I mean, when was when was the Me Too campaign last year? Uh, sorry, I don't know. I think it was, you don't know, seriously? Sorry. So there was a campaign that went out called Hashtag Me Too. And basically it was women that were finally putting up the harassment or the sexual advances or the sexual assaults that they'd all kind of experienced. And it was huge. It went all over the world. Uh, it was with this Harry um, Weinstein issue in America. Oh, and Harvey Weinstein did his thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just, I mean, I saw somebody else on set put up, they said, you know, this whole thing with the Black Lives Matter movement in America, they were wondering which death it was going to take for women to have the same uprising in South Africa. Because we seem to just be like, well, this is what it is. I, I, and, and, and I question why I stay. You know, why do I stay in this country that I, I, I'm, I'm so fearful of? I, I, I hate that I walk around and I see an, a man and I think, oh, 
I better avoid him. And he might be a perfectly nice man. So I was listening to our president earlier in the week. And, and he was going on about um, le level 3.0 something extra or something like that. And then he changed his speech and he started to speak about the 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 violence and the hurt that women go through in our country and and almost in a way you know speak uh, against it and i found myself thinking okay if 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 he's talking about it then it, it it's you know it, it's important it's it's going to change so is 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 it going to change is it going to get any better we've been speaking against uh, women and child abuse for I almost want to say decades. Like, this is not a new thing that has come up. In fact, when we first went into lockdown, they they had that call center for women that were going to be trapped with their abusers. They were inundated. They didn't know what to do. There were too many. Um, It's... And then when there was a ban on alcohol and their abusers couldn't get alcohol, that made things worse. But then having alcohol made things worse. They can't win. They can't win. And he might be saying that, but what are they actually doing about it? The reality is it's the same thing that happens in the Bible. We've got a situation where the Bible has not been very good to women. It has told us that we need to honor and obey in fact, if you go into the Old Testament, women were uh, pretty much sold uh, into marriages. Um, they were seen as property, not as people. And the way that the feminist writers have dealt with that is they've, they've written a new voice into it. So we take it from the context it was written in, and then we look at it in a different light from the woman's point of view. So I think things have to change from ground level. It's got to change with how we're raising our kids. It's got to change with how, you know, girls and boys perceive gender roles. It's got to change from even how we see the image of God. Those are all things that have to change for us to make a massive difference in what's going on in the country at the moment. You know, when I walked in earlier... um, uh, and I saw the look on your face as, as to just how uh, really fed up uh, and upset you were about the situation. And I thought to myself, oh, here we go again. But it's the real truth in that if you're not angry about what's going on, you're just as much an accomplice. You, you can't have a situation where so many women are affected um, by this and then as a male not know somebody who's doing it not know someone who's uh, a a perpetrator of it and then also as a male not think about when am i doing it when am i walking down the street just being the wrong type of human being so I, i i understand your anger, Evie, and I, and I think that it's an anger that shouldn't stop. I, I think if you're not angry, 
where have you been? What, what have you been listening to? What rock have you been hiding under? Um, and, and I think it's something that also has to be preached from our pulpits. What are our priests saying? What are our prayers that we're praying saying? What are the sermons that we're listening to? And are we asking all the right questions to change people's minds? Because if we don't, I, I don't see anything changing. I, I, Which is why I wanted to have this conversation today. I mean, this is a, it's a touchy subject. It's a, it's a hard subject to speak about, especially when it's the two of us. You, you may be perceived as mansplaining. You may be perceived as being not an ally. And, and that's hard as well. Um, but if we, if we hide away from the hard stuff, if we don't talk about it, if we don't start invoking conversations around what's going on, then, then we're doing it a disservice. We, we are not, we, we, we're accomplices too. And I, I don't know. I, it kills me. It really does that it hasn't changed, that it hasn't got better. And, and I know, like, there's a part of me that knows it's down to education. It's down to standing up and saying no. It's, but when we're so scared... It's hard to do that. It's hard to stand up and say no. It's hard to go, this is not okay. Um, especially when we see it on the streets. I, I remember walking down one of the, the roads to the local spa and some guy was harassing this girl. And I couldn't leave it alone. So I walked straight up to her and I was like, hi, it's so good to see you. Let's, let's go this way just to get her away from this guy. And she says, I've been walking three blocks to get rid of him. Three blocks. And this guy still didn't think she was saying no. Like, I, and I don't want to say men are stupid, but is he stupid? Was he stupid or was he just persistent or was did he just want his own way? Like, I, I can't work it out. If somebody says no, like, what are you hearing as a man? What are you hearing? Uh, we hope no, right? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly not, because he walked another three blocks behind her, harassing her. Wow. Okay. I don't think I'd walk three blocks in general. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, 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 I get it, but I don't get it. You know? Um, but I know it's it's something that I that I've been guilty of many times um, in, in terms of the the way that I've approached girls, the the things that I that I've said to girls, and I have to check my own self constantly about it. And I and I don't know how we change our mindset as as men, but but it's something that we so badly need to do. And, and as a father of two boys, I don't know how to help them to be different. I, I really don't. And, and this is more a plea to the rest of the world to say, help me help them, if that makes sense. Because I, I would want them to be different to the way that I am, to, to the type of man that I am. And, and I... I find myself trying to think about how to do that because I, I you, you know, as, as today is father's day, I, I probably had one of the greatest fathers ever who treated my mother 
like the queen that she is, but it's still so ingrained in me that element of patriarchy that we suffer with to this day and the toxic masculinity that all men have it, it it's the truth we, we we all possess it we all want to show off as 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 much as we can and and look how epic and wonderful i am and how great i am as a man and how do i help my two young boys to grow beyond that that's just my plea to god and to the world yeah i mean what do you what is your take on uh men are trash uh, explain so there was a hashtag yes, that we went around trash. hashtag men are trash um, mm. and like it, what's been hard is that sort of the younger guys that are coming up that have not done anything they're, they're too young to have got involved with any of the stuff are hearing this and I think it kind of plays into the whole men, but then on the other side there are some men that are trash like I, I don't want to paint men with the same brush but it's that has brought up some stuff in some of the boys in terms of, but I'm, I haven't done anything and they probably haven't. They haven't got to that age yet. So how do we teach them from that age that this is why men are being perceived as being trash? Yeah. I, I think it's also just as, as boys to understand that just by being a boy, you are, already in a in an element of privilege you know um but maybe i'm wrong but but maybe we just need to think differently i i just don't know how i i, I don't know how and i think that that for me is 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 my prayer for for us especially as we celebrate things like father's day today as we acknowledge the the great men that have helped to shape all of us, that have helped to shape uh, amazing and wonderful women, that have helped to shape great, wonderful boys and men in the world. You know, we, we celebrate those men, but yeah, some men are trash. And how do we change that is, is my prayer for today. Yeah, mine too. And if you're not angry, get angry. Because you need to get out of the rock that you're living under. Definitely. So yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe we should just leave that there um, and and let it simmer. Um, I, I just want to say thank you for for joining us. I uh, I want to thank uh, Evie, my, my co-host, just for being super brave enough to be able to jump into this difficult topic. It's it's not something that the church loves to address um and be challenged by because uh, we are just sometimes so backwards um and and sometimes maybe the root cause of things so th thank you evie just for being the, the brave one here and and helping us to challenge this topic thanks mo um thank you for allowing the platform because uh, we both have to agree with what we speak about on this on this podcast um guys i just want to say that if you have ideas you want to share um, if you are struggling with something, if you want to talk, if you want to open discussions, like we want that, we want to be able to facilitate that. So, um, get in touch with us. We do have an email address. 
It's evnmo at gmail.com. So it's y-v-i-e-n-m-o at gmail.com. Just drop us an email. Let's see what we can do about it. Because I, I don't think we can come up with the answers. I think that the answers have to come from everyone. Yeah, that's me. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And have a blessed and wonderful week. Goodbye. Bye, guys.